0: Everybody, it's the interview queen alicia Toot here and you are currently listening to and obviously enjoying queen's court hi i'm the asian sensation kanji you're listening to queen's court hi guys this is the queen of queen's visage talking and i am so happy to introduce you to the queen's court all right everyone welcome to this week's episode of queen's court queenie suggests episode number six. Oh my god i can't believe we're already here this is crazy i'm so excited and i have a very special guest today from the gimmick minute wrestling podcast i have jason with me jason how are you today
1: i'm great queenie how are you doing
0: <laughs> I'm super good. I'm good. so happy to have you on the line. Uh, I was telling you a little bit in our pre-recording chat that you know you came highly recommended. A couple of my friends were like, "Yo, you gotta you gotta call him and see if he wants to talk to you." And I'm like, "I, I mean, all right, I'll shoot my shot, and see if he wants to come on." And uh, here we are. So I'm super thankful that you're here.
1: All right. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm more than happy to do anything like this. Anything that helps grow the community, I'm I'm completely down for. So.
0: Yeah, same. That's what I really liked about your your guys' vibe and and your presence on Twitter and stuff. It feels pretty, uh, you know, welcoming and and willing to chat with other people. So I was super down to have you on the show and chit-chat a little bit. But before we kind of dive in to everything, you know, would you introduce yourself to Queens Court listeners? Okay.
1: Yeah, sure. So my name is Jason. I am the voice of the gimmick minute wrestling podcast. Uh, And uh, I have two other co-hosts that are on there with me. Unfortunately, they couldn't be here with, with, with me today, but been a lifelong wrestling fan. Um, I am in my mid thirties. So I've been, I've been watching it basically since the, uh, the early to mid eighties. And um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty much it. Like I've, I've I've attended a lot of shows. I live in the Northeast Ohio area. So anytime they come around to Cleveland, I try to go. Um, I got a wife a couple of kids and full-time job and i'm one of those idiots that's trying to finish my degree now that i'm in you know going into midlife and i'm a very busy person Uh, aside from gimmick minute i also host another podcast called the fanboy fight club which is uh, a part of like the little channel that me and my friends have called media junkie so if you get some time check that one out too but uh but yeah it's pretty much it i mean i'm 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 a pretty pretty boring guy for the most part.
0: It <laughs> <laughs> doesn't sound boring. It sounds like you're super busy. <laughs> you got a lot going on. I know yeah. it's hard to juggle all of that. And uh, actually, uh, Mr. Queen is from just around Cleveland, so mm-hmm. uh, yay Ohio! <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Woo-hoo. Um, so. What really was it about wrestling that got you into it in the first place?
1: Oh, it was Hulkamania for sure. So, <laughs> I, my my dad was a wrestling fan when I was younger, and you know, rest in peace, Mike Hummel there. But uh, he uh, he actually had me like. My one of my earliest memories is him waking me up and bringing me downstairs for Wrestlemania 3 and it was during the Hogan and Andre match so I remember watching that match with him like sitting on his lap and just like being like completely like you know because I had a knowledge of wrestling up until that point but that's like one of my earliest memories of like really being into it and you know any time like Hulk was down like I was like feeling it you know what I mean like I, I just like, and I felt the comeback and the body slam and all that stuff and you know and and soon after that I remember uh, being at my aunt's house staying overnight watching the main event where there was the the dual referees with uh, with the, the dual hepners where Hogan got screwed out of the title and and um, and Andre gave it to the million dollar man and just being like so upset like I, I just I'd rem- <laughs> i would I so the, those memories stand out to me, um, and that that was pretty much it, man. As soon, I got hooked on Hulkamania, and I, I went for the ride. I mean, I I had the whole Hulkamania set. Like I had the, the, wow. I had the headbands with the with like the two pound weights and the the grip <laughs> thing. Like the the whole like the whole Hulkamania starter kit. Like I, I had all that stuff, and I had the T-shirts. I remember my uncle taking me one time to. Uh, Richfield Coliseum, which isn't too far. It's about 45 minutes from where I'm at now, but it's 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 close to Cleveland. It's where the Cavs used to play before they built like Quicken Loans and all that. And uh, they had a um, a show there, and it was uh, the Genius and. Mr. Perfect versus Hulk Hogan and Brutus the Barber Beefcake. I remember being in that uh, in that wow. arena watching that when I was a little kid and just being like completely hooked and it just never stopped. Like for me, I'm the type of person when I like something, I stick with it, you know, no matter what, <laughs> like I, I get, when I get hooked into something like it's it's just a part of me and it just never stops being a part of me. So as soon as uh, as soon as it got its hooks in me, I, I wasn't going anywhere.
0: Yeah, man, it sounds like you were all in. (laughs) That's awesome. Who was, besides Hulk, your dudes, like, growing up? Like, your go-to, my favorite wrestlers, people I follow, super into?
1: Yeah, uh, Hulk Hogan, for sure, obviously. And then uh, The Undertaker, Shawn Michaels were probably my two... Mm -hmm. I I would say, honestly, Shawn Michaels is probably my all-time favorite with The Undertaker as a close second, if I I had to, you know, put... um, put a list together but uh you know Sean just the whole boyhood dream storyline really hooked me and I was just kind of a I was a fan of like so I'm kind of you know despite doing this podcast and stuff like that I'm kind of shy in a way I'm a little introverted so I tend to like really gravitate towards personalities that are opposite to mine so Mm. anybody that's like really boisterous and like um that that kind of like I don't know, stands out and has kind of like more of like a cocky attitude and stuff like that. I guess I tend to gravitate towards. And I I really like Shawn Michaels kind of for that reason. Um, and th- th- that's that's pro- yeah, I'd, I'd have to say Shawn for sure. And then, and then The Undertaker, just because he's he's the phenom. He was fun to watch. He's you know his entrances and just the the whole pageantry behind it and just like some of the the cool shit that he's done over the the course of his career it's hard not to be a fan of the guy and respect the hell out of the guy so i i mean i you know those those two guys are, are it for me if i had a mount rushmore they would be one and two for sure
0: Oh, I mean, great choices. (laughs) Absolutely great choices. I mean, they're
1: probably obviously, like, basic wrestling fan choices, but... Sure, but still. You know, whatever. It is what it (laughs) is. It's
0: hard to do. Mine's Austin, so it's fine. (laughs) Right, yeah. You know, it is
1: what it is. I I love Stone Cold, and I I really enjoyed that whole period of time when he was on top, but I would have preferred DX Shawn Michaels to be in that position, you know, had he not gotten hurt and all that, but, you know, that's...
0: That's another topic for fantasy booking another day, huh? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> yes. I totally hear you on that. And when it comes to wrestling right now, you know, t- I feel like 2019 was so totally wild. And in 2020, <laughs> we're, we're in for another crazy ride. And it's just yeah. starting, right? Yeah, it really is. <laughs> and it's, uh, you know, approaching mania season. And, you know, by the time this drops, mania will have happened. So what's keeping you? <laughs> Excited about wrestling right now.
1: Well, since <laughs> this isn't dropping till April, I will say that uh, you know, uh, have you uh, have you heard the results for Super Showdown yet?
0: I, I have heard, yes.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, so that's almost made me want to stop.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Not good. Not good. <laughs>
1: But that's been the only thing over the course of the years. Honestly, uh, you know, it, it's it's one guy or another. Like I said, I, I'll find something to latch onto. So, you know, there there were some down periods there, obviously, but then you have guys that'll that'll come out of it. Like when when Shawn Michaels returned, man, I was all for that. And even before that, you had guys like Austin and The Rock and The Undertaker. Obviously, I was a big fan of the American badass version of The Undertaker. And it's kind of funny, like it's it's one of those things where. I really wanted the dead man to come back. But then after he came back, I'm like, man, I just want the American badass back. Like he was so damn funny without even trying to be. And just, just the, the different character, like he was like a real life person. And I really enjoyed that. So I got hooked on that. And then, you know, just when you thought, like, okay, there wasn't anything to watch, then you got CM Punk coming around, Daniel Bryan coming around, and those guys just kind of keep hooking you and hooking you. And, you know, then there's, you know, there's also guys like, you know, I was a big fan of Cody when he was with WWE, and I, I really wanted to see him do something more than what he did. So, you know, trying to pull for some of these underdogs that you really feel should have more of a role than what they do and you know that that's that's always kind of kept me kept me around as well for whatever reason
0: sure and most of what you know I've been listening to your show now for the past couple of weeks and you know I hear a lot of WWE talk and that's super cool and like do you like NXT also or is are you branching out that way no, or are you I... branching out even further or what
1: yeah, I do love NXT, and that's a good point. And, you know, mm-hmm. we, we talk... So, usually on our show, we'll, we'll bring up a couple of, like, topical news mm-hmm. segments, and then we get into talking about each each of the shows. So,
0: right.
1: we, we mainly stick with WWE, NXT, AEW. NXT, honestly, when I started watching... I think I started watching NXT right around... Um, it was right around 2015, probably early 2015, because it was a little bit before the Bayley and Sasha match. Right. And I... Like I started watching these matches, man. I I, and NXT honestly probably kept me going. Has has probably kept me going because even for a little while there, when I wasn't watching Raw and SmackDown as much on a regular basis, I was trying to watch NXT. And um, when you know when that match happened between Bayley and Sasha, the first one that they had, um, not the not the Iron Woman match, but the one before that. I was absolutely floored. I mean, forget a women's match. It was one of the best matches I have ever seen. And I even, um, you know, Kevin, the, my buddy that's on the show with me, you know, he's been, he and I have been lifelong friends. And I, uh, I called him and said, hey, man, have you been watching NXT at all? And he goes, no, I really haven't given it a try. I was like, no, dude, you need to drop <laughs> what you're doing right now and you need to go watch NXT Takeover and he went and watched it he's like oh my god what have we been missing this entire time I was like right, right. so you know we you know we I was kind of bugging him for a little while but when I saw that match I told him was like you have to go watch this match I don't give a shit what else you do you have to watch this match and you know and NXT definitely like the the product I think overall when it comes to the to the takeovers it's the best wrestling out there right now You know, every single takeover is an amazing show and it leaves you and there's been so many times where they've gone the day before a main roster pay-per-view and it has been better (laughs) and just you, you watch the next night and you're like, damn. I kind of could have gone for that NXT show one more time. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I I mean, and credit Ron Smackdown and and the pay-per-views are getting better. And the fact that NXT is kind of its own thing now, and it's pretty much the third brand and not a main roster is kind of, you know, kind of changed it, but, and, and I'm starting to watch. um, I really want to start watching the NWA show. I know Kevin's watched that a few times and he's talked about it a little bit on the show. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And it sounds like it's right down my alley, but You know, Based off of what I told you at the beginning, I don't have a whole lot of free time at the moment, so it's hard to go back and watch it. It's hard enough just to keep up with the the four shows that are on TV every week, Uh, but AEW has kind of caught my attention as of late. Um, There's still some issues that I have with it, and I feel like some fans are just being overly positive about it
0: Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. they're
1: trying to desperately find something that's what they perceive as better than WWE, but I... I would I would say that there's just as much bad creative in AEW as there is in WWE at times but um but yeah I mean it, it's you know it, it's a challenge I think sometimes to keep up with everything and to to watch everything but you know it's 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 the life I live I guess I mean I, I, I can't quit it so
0: I totally understand <laughs> I totally understand that and in terms of what you're watching currently do you have any specific favorites right now that you're rooting for?
1: Uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, Daniel Bryan is always going to be one of my all-time favorites. I mean, that mm-hmm. guy can go no wrong for me. Uh, I'm really enjoyed Johnny Gargano. I'm and, sure you know, he's a Cleveland boy. So that makes me want to root for him a little bit too. <laughs> sure. Uh, you know, of course. And uh, Tommaso Ciampa is also, he, he's been great and the undisputed Era, everything they've been doing is great. And, Aside from what happened today, The Fiend, I think, has been one of the best things on TV. Um, yes, sir. On the AEW side, I am enjoying Cody uh, and and what he's been able to bring to the table. I love the the continually evolving Chris Jericho and yeah. everything that he's been able to do. I mean, that guy is just, he's a machine, and he he's on the pulse of everything. And the fact that he can turn saying a little bit of the bubbly into this, gigantic internet (laughs) <laughs> meme yeah. that never stops. I mean, that, that was amazing. He even got who threw a wiener over for a couple of weeks. And that was kind of funny as well. So, uh, there, and you know, the, and there's also like Kenny Omega. I mean, the guy's great. I mean, if you watch the match between him and Pac that, uh, that, that Iron Man match that they had at the beginning of dynamite last week. I mean, that was a great match. And it just reminds you of how good he is because oh I, I really don't think AEW showcased him, as well, coming off of his run in New Japan, and it's it, it was great to finally see. It was great to finally see Kenny Omega show up, and uh, I I really enjoy him a lot too. And I'll be honest, as much as he's, you know, I I tend to like kind of. I tend to kind of shit on it a little bit because everybody's like he's the best heel in the business. I really like MJF. I don't know if he's the best heel in the business yet. I mean, he basically just says, you know, some outlandish things just to get a lot a ton of heat. I feel like he's got a little bit of work to do before he can be the best in the business. But I think he's well on his way. I I, and I think he's got a great character, and uh, this rivalry he's had with Cody has been has been a lot of fun. It's really put him on the map. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd say those guys are are people that I've I've had my eye on and that I enjoy watching right now.
0: It's awesome, and I knew we were going to be friends uh, already, <laughs> but I just because you said about Kenny Omega, I feel like now now we're good. Now we can actually right. be
1: friends. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, I love it.
0: <laughs> me too. Uh, and that leads me to your your awesome show. So right. y'all y'all have a really cool vibe. You know, it's it's another thing that I really appreciate about a lot of podcasts I listen to is I feel like I'm just. Chilling with some of my friends and having a, a wrestling conversation. And that's what I really enjoy about you guys. You know, and I was just listening to episode 36 uh, and you had my, my pal Fowl on. Ed, yeah. <laughs> who is the, just the absolute coolest. So 36 episodes. Why did you create this particular show with, with y'all three? All
1: right. So this is kind of a long story. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so as I said before, I also host a show called fanboy fight club. So, <laughs> That is with five friends and Mike, who is uh, also a part of gimmick minute. He's, he's a part of Fanboy Fight club as well. So, you know, these are all guys that I play video games with and we've all been, we've all met throughout the years. Like Mike and I used to work together. Uh, There's another guy on the show, Jamar, he and I used to work together and they have a friend named Wes and, You know, then Mike has a cousin named Jake, and we all started playing games together. And then we all got into this Discord chat together. And during the time in this Discord chat, we would just fight and argue and about just nerdy shit comic books, movies, TV shows, whatever. So, you know, we started this fanboy fight club thing, and we used to do it over Skype, and we had a whole video thing and all that. And it just got to a point where a direction with it, and it just wasn't we spent more time arguing over what we were going to do with the show and, and stuff like that. And, you know, some of us would come up with ideas, but then the other ones would like kind of shit on the ideas cause they didn't want to like put in the extra work and things of that nature. And there was only a few of us that were really like trying to make it something more than what it was. And it just got to a point where, you know, we just all were like, all right, we're just going to stop doing this. Right. So we took a, a couple people quit. We took a break from it, whatever. So Wes and Jamar, um, got this idea to, to start this YouTube channel and, uh, they started this little, uh, company called media junkie and their idea, their, their vision was to have, uh, content that touched all different forms of, of media. So whether it be, you know, you know, TV, comic books, movies, wrestling, everything, right. So they, they originally just wanted to do some YouTube shows and things of that nature. But then, uh, Jamar, started to um, dabble around with, with podcasting again, because we, we had kind of discussed the idea of doing Fanboy Fight Club again. So he ended up, um, he and Wes started a podcast about The, the Division 2, which uh, I don't know if you if you play video games at all or if you're familiar with them, but it's a Tom Clancy game. It's on PlayStation, PC, and Xbox. But The Division 2 is like a really massive like online game, and it's a lot of fun. So they started a podcast called Rogue Agents, which has to do with that show. And they, were, they would bring me on the show every now and again because I play the game with them. And um, then, uh, you know, they started to, like, their YouTube thing started to kind of get some hits because they started to post, like, videos of, like, how to do game sharing. They had, like, comic book review videos. They have a lot of stuff on the, on the YouTube channel. So then, um, you know, they asked me if I wanted to do something with wrestling. And I was like, yeah, yeah. So... Originally like the idea was to do like a quick little short YouTube video called Gimmick Minute where I would just kind of like comment on the different things that um, like some of the things that were going on, like top five storylines or something like that, and just kind of make make a joke out of it. But you know, I, I'm not really big on doing the whole on camera thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I think I I'm more of a voice person. Like I I'm, I'm good just behind the microphone.
0: Same. <laughs> and
1: I, I didn't want to have like the whole, I didn't want to deal with the whole green screen. Like I didn't really have a setup at the time for that. And then Jamar was like, well, why don't you do a podcast? I was like, I, I could do that. He goes, okay. Uh, do you want to keep, keep the name? I was like, yeah, sure. We'll keep the name. He's like, all right, gimmick minute. And he like created an anchor account and like set this whole thing up. He's like, all right. So when are you going to start recording your first episode? I was like, "Oh shit, uh, uh, uh." uh okay, uh, right after WrestleMania. So that's what I did. I I recorded the first episode right after WrestleMania. And I always wanted to have more people on with me so you know mike again he's a part of our group so we brought him over and uh, he said he wanted to do it but he it took a couple of weeks to get him started and then for for kevin you know he's my best friend and he and i have known each other since the seventh grade we have been to countless wrestling shows together in fact we're going to an nxt show at the agora in cleveland in a couple of weeks and
0: yeah
1: he and i have been like you know together through thick and thin. So even on the, on the first episode where I introduced Kevin, so it's the second episode of the podcast. I even said it, I was like, I took triple H's line from when he took over DX. I was like, so when you're wanting to build a revolution, you look to your bro, you look to your blood. Right. (laughs) So, and then, uh, you know, that I pulled, I pulled Kevin onto the show from there. So he and I did the second episode together. And then we brought Mike in for the third episode. And my idea with bringing those two in. So like Mike and Kevin have never actually met each other. Um, Hmm. So they've never actually been in the same room. Um, but I know their personalities, and I figured that they they would mesh with each other very well, and they would both play off of me very well. I honestly didn't... I, I, in a way, underestimated how well they actually do play off of each other. It's actually kind of scary for, for <laughs> two people that I've never met before, like how in sync that they are. It's kind of funny. Uh, So it actually worked out better than what I thought. But, you know, and, you know, I I wanted to do something, you know, the show's changed a lot over over the course, like we've we've changed the segments up a little bit trying to find like a niche trying to find something that that worked well for us. But um, I think what we're doing right now is is kind of working. Uh, I, and, you know, throwing the interviews in there, I think has, has been nice to kind of like reach out and ex- expand our audience, expand the community a little bit and, uh, you know, doing stuff like this, but yeah, it really, it just kind of started because my friend was like, Hey, I need you to do something. I'm setting this up for you. You're going to do it. And I was like, all right, screw it. Let's, let's go. Let's do it. <laughs>
0: I think that's awesome. I think that's so awesome. It's so much fun to chat wrestling with your friends. and yeah. It's even better when you get that chemistry. I, I totally understand what you mean. <laughs> and it's something real special.
1: Yeah. You get to well, enjoy this
0: that. together and crack open a cold one and have a good time.
1: That's exactly it. Yeah. And, and, and it's conversations that we would have normally anyway, but it's just nice. And it's kind of funny because we'll get on and, uh, you know, before we start to record and they'll start talking about something, like this, just save it, save it. We'll talk about it on the show. Like, we don't need to talk about this now. Like, let's bring it up organically and, and have a conversation about it. Like, I don't, I don't want to hear the same conversation twice. <laughs> sure,
0: sure. Exactly makes it easier that way <laughs> right,
1: right now that we got mike actually watching the product a little bit more when we first, when he first started on the show he was like basically just catching up on wrestling on like 15 minute youtube clips from like every show but now he's actually watching it a little bit more
0: mm. <laughs> so <laughs> that helps
1: yeah it definitely <laughs> helps it makes it a little bit easier but he,
0: sure
1: he, he's on the show for his snarkiness not his knowledge so
0: <laughs> well good to know Why do you think that people should tune in to what you guys have to offer? I
1: I think if you just want to tune in, and honestly, what's nice about what we do is if you miss something or if you miss shows, we'll get you caught up on what happened, at least the important stuff anyway, and uh, you get to hear Mike um, come up with a creative way to uh, come up with a creative analogy to, uh, to what the show is. Sometimes it gets weird. Sometimes it's spot on, but... Ah, uh, for the most part, like I, I feel like we just offer a little bit of a different perspective. In I try, I try, I try not to make it like a rumor podcast. I I mm-hmm. hate people like Dave Meltzer. I'll be honest with you, I've never met the man. I I guess I can't say that I hate him per- personally, but I hate like the narrative that he pushes. Like there's so much negativity in the. There's so much negativity out there these days with social media and stuff like that, and I, I feel like sometimes narrative gets like, you know, people will just create headlines just to create headlines. There's not a whole lot of, like, journalistic integrity anymore, and that bothers me. Like, like as somebody that, that's come up, like, because you can say anything and have it create a headline, and then if you're right, you're right. If you're not, you're not but you can always hide behind it by saying, well, you know, a source told me this like, okay. Yeah. Who's, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. So I I tried to pride myself on, on our show being just about like what's going on and having fun with it. Like, you know, we give our opinions on it and you know, we obviously don't have any sources we don't have any, you know, inside information or anything like that. We're just giving, we're just giving our opinion and we're, we're having a lot of fun with it. So if you want to hear a couple of guys have, a fun wrestling conversation, then come listen to our show. If you don't want to listen, don't listen. But you know, I think you'll have a good time
0: if you do. (laughs) Well, there you go, ladies and gents. There it is right there. (laughs) What are y'all's goals for 2020 in terms of your show?
1: You know, honestly, I just want to, I just want to continue to grow. You know, we, Mm -hmm. we've had a a pretty decent, steady growth. Uh, I, I know at one point we, we hit number, um, number 49 on the podcast charts for the wrestling category on Apple. And, you know, we, then, then I took, we took a month off because I didn't realize (laughs) that we were doing that well. And I had a lot going on in my life at the time. I was like, you know, I need a little bit of a break from this. Um, but, uh, but honestly, I, I just want to continue to grow and just continue to, you know, put, put great stuff out there. I'd love feedback from people that listen. And if there's something that, you know, we're doing that, doesn't sound great and you think hey maybe you could you know maybe you should change it up and do something better i'd love to hear that if you think there's something we're doing great and you love it i'd love to hear that too so you know just continue to get more twitter followers continue to get more listeners and you know just really with the whole media junkie thing as a whole even even the fanboy fight club like i you know i was telling my wife the other day i was like you know she's like well you because you know we were talking about how busy i am she's like you need to take something off your plate like you know i know you got i know you like doing these podcasts i was like yeah, but the thing is like i that doesn't feel like work to me like Shit. i love doing it because one it's a creative outlet for me so even if we only had like five people listening, I feel like I would still want to do it because it just gives me something to look forward to. Like I enjoy it. It's, it's a release for me more than it is like a, a burden or work or anything like that. So I, I just feel like as, as long as we're continuing to grow our audience and as long as, you know, we're, you know, we're continuing to, you know, see that growth, I, I have no problems continuing to do it for another year, another two years or another five years.
0: That's awesome. That's really awesome, and I think you know that—that's what you said about it not being work or feeling like work is—is the best part. If you're gonna have these conversations anyway with all your friends, right? Why not record it and invite other people into your conversation and see what they have to say about it as well? I think that's the beauty about having a wrestling podcast and a wrestling Twitter. There's some dark sides, but I think overall, in general, right, the fact that you're able to put what you guys have to say out and people can respond to that. It's one of the coolest parts about having a show.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I, you know, and I just thought of a better way to answer another one of your questions too. When you Go asked me, it. when you ask me like, what's kind of keeping me going too? so my, my 12 year old daughter has started to get into wrestling. And that to me, I think more than anything has, has really like sparked my fandom. Cause it's, it's fun for me to watch her react to things as a fan, not like knowing too much, you know what I mean? Like, she reacts to it because, you know, you know, she was a huge, huge, huge Bayley fan. I mean, Bayley is what got her watching wrestling. And when Bayley turned heel, like, I saw that pain in her eyes and that, like, sadness when she stabbed the Bayley buddies and stuff like yes. that. Yes, so, oh, I know. <laughs> so, for me, like, that's, that's fun. And, like, when Roman – she's a big Roman Reigns fan, so when Roman – you know that's her hulk hogan right so when roman wins a big match like she pops and gets so excited and stuff like that so like i i i get so much enjoyment out of watching her and i took her um fast lane was in cleveland last year and yeah. um, i took her to that show and we sat actually you can even see us on camera because we were right in the entrance way about midway up and we were right up against the rail. so she got like to slap hands with Bailey when she still loved Bailey and slap hands with Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose and, and people like that. And she was like, so over the top excited about it. And she
0: enjoyed
1: awesome. So getting to see her enjoy that show, you know, you know, reminded me of like when I was a kid going with my uncle and stuff like that. So like that definitely like, that definitely keeps me wanting to be a fan, just like enjoying watching her be a fan.
0: Well, this couldn't have ended on a better (laughs)
1: note.
0: (laughs) Good work, buddy. All uh, right, thank you. Uh, that was awesome. Jeez. Well, I just want to thank you so much for coming to share the airwaves with me for a little bit. Talk about your show. Introduce you guys, uh, you and your podcast to my, to my audience and my listeners. And I just want you to let them know where they can find you, your awesome show, and all the good info that they need.
1: All right, well, we are available on just about every single podcast app, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, Google Podcasts, CastBox, and and more. So just search Gimmick Minute, or you could search Media Junkie, and you'll find us. You can find us on our Twitter and Instagram, which is at LiveYourGimmick, and it's spelled L-I-V-Y-O-U-R-G-I-M-M-I-C-K. Unfortunately, the person who had it spelled the correct way um, created an account back like 10 years ago and has never posted in it. So I couldn't get it because somebody else already had it. But we just dropped the E and just went with the LIV, your gimmick. So you can find us there. And we post like every time I drop a new episode, I post it on Twitter, um, you know, and uh, I, you know, uh, what's really nice is uh, I don't know if, if uh, Fowl's told you or not, but uh, we're part of like a group of other podcasts and like content creators there's probably like i don't know like 15 to 20 different people in there and anytime that we post something new we send it into that group and they retweet and Mm -hmm. like the shit out of it so it helps kind of further that along which is great so um Yeah. And I think get show is a part of that too. So like, I'm familiar with some of those guys, but you know, yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, that's, that's basically where you can find us. So search media junkie or gimmick minute, and you can find us there. If you go on tpublic.com and type in gimmick minute, Mike has created a ton of t-shirts and a lot of them have to do with like things that have we've talked about on our show and stuff like that. And some of them just have our logo. So if you want to support him and go buy a t-shirt, we appreciate that as well.
0: Awesome. Well, obviously all of your links are in the description and on a tweet that i've posted but i just want to say thank you so much again i appreciate your time and uh all y'all listening you have a great rest of your day and please be kind to one another
1: all right thank you queen i appreciate you having me on i really do thank you
0: (laughs) thank you